Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always bleh, by my delightful co-host. Has it always been the podcast Where We? Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast. podcast where we talk- it's always been Where We. Okay. Podcast where we talk. Podcast where we talk. Yeah, it just kind okay. of blends in there. Yeah. Okay. Wow, this is episode ninety nine, and we're still kind of like figuring out the <laughs> fuck I say in the intro. <laughs> uh, Batman. That's me. I'm the one. Ah, oh shit, Matt! What should we do? It's been a long day. <laughs> uh, like, subscribe, tell a friend. I just got done with a three hour D and D session, so my voice is like my brain is kind of fried. Yep. Uh, specifically, check out our Facebook because I'm gonna go write a post there right now. Reminding you that next week is our episode 100, and we're just going to yes. ramble about whatever comes to mind. And so if you want to put something in our minds for us to ramble about, then you should probably do that on our Facebook. So I'm posting a reminder post right now. Okay. I'm going to put it on Twitter, but we don't have any Twitter followers, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, also, kind of addition to that, um, just a reminder to everyone listening. Uh, if you... Tell a friend a certain episode to listen to, like just any given episode that you think that friend would be interested in, and then you tell us that you told that friend to comment, and then that friend listens to and comments on our episode, on that episode. If we get four of those occurrences, we are doing a 12-hour episode. I'm bringing, we're bringing that back up. Like, that never went away. Um, we're just putting it back in your ears. We're just putting it back your in your ears, reminding you guys to get people to listen to us. Because, I don't know, fuck, if we start making money for this, I'd, this is a lot. I would like to watch movies and talk about it for a living rather than going to a 9-to-5 job. Yeah. It'd be much more fun. Yeah. Because people pay entertainers more than they pay engineers, which makes no sense to me. Because apparently people like to look at nice pictures that are moving than... Fucking walk across a bridge that won't kill them. Or live in a building that they can see shit and actually, like, not freeze to death during winter. Yep. People are stupid. Priorities are all fucked up. You know, when they were they you revealed... You go to see movies, too. Huh? You go to see movies, yeah, too. Yeah, I know. You're part of the problem. Like, well, no, it's not... I'm, I don't have the, the choice to pay entertainers more money. No, but you pay entertainers money just like everyone else does and because everyone gives them money they have lots of money well yeah but like when they they announced the pay gap but the gender pay gap in hollywood they're like Mm -hmm. they revealed it um totally bullshit number by the way because pay in hollywood is completely weird yeah um that it's really hard to just give like an annual salary but they said a million dollars per film is the difference between male and females i I will probably not have a million dollars by the time I die. Like, that's an absurd amount of money. It's a lot of money. The thing is, they spend all this money, like, it's like, oh, we get this much money, we might as well give some of it to the studios and the actors. Like, we'll charge less for movie tickets. But then how do the movie theaters stay in business? Well, it's, they keep the same amount, but just send less back to the studios. Like, it's just the studios charge less from the theaters, so the theaters can charge less. Why would they want to charge less? They can get all that money. I mean, that's a good point. I feel like there's probably a... Oh, shit. Wow, that just... I apologize for right now, because this is... (laughs) I gotta fix this shit. It's been, like, slowly sinking. I gotta do something about that. Um, I don't know. That's a... 
that's probably a discussion for later. Like there's probably like economics. I wonder how much the payback would be if they make movie tickets a lot cheaper. Cause a lot of people would go see more movies. I wonder probably like, if it's half the price would at least double people see movies or would people see movies at least twice as much? Like where's that economic optimization? I, I suspect not just thinking about it mm. off the top of my head. I mean, I would see if movies were half the price, I would see movies four times as much. Yeah. Like that's kind of just the way I am. So would I, so would I, but there's also a lot of people that are like sitting in a dark room for two hours. is not a useful use of my time. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not going to see any more. Yeah. And I don't know which kind of person there's more of. I do a big old study about that. Just send a whole million, well, get like YouGov or something to do that. Just yeah. not YouGov, probably be more like radial, not government related. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Matt, what you been up to? <laughs> uh, very little, just because I've still been moving and moving stuff around. Um, I read one more issue of Daredevil by Brian Michael Bendis. Mm. Seems a good issue. Yeah. Um, I read another chapter of It. It's a good chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching bits and pieces of Once Upon a Time because that's what Han- Hannah's going through right now. And okay. She got sick over the weekend, and so she was just kind of vegged on the futon watching TV for a lot gotcha. of it. Gotcha. Um, it's not a very good show, is it? Not that I've heard. I, well, I mean, I've heard it's a very particular taste. Yeah. it's um, And not really either of our particular tastes. <laughs> <laughs> it's dramatic and plot twisty and just jam-packed with references to the point where I know I'm missing a lot of them. Yeah. Um, But the writing is just awful. Yeah. It's CW, isn't it? No, it's ABC. Oh, it's ABC. Because it's, it's all Disney properties. Oh, that's right. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Um writing's bad effects are bad acting is mostly bad anybody um, notable in it uh jennifer goodwin um she played imagine. officer hobson's utopia i haven't seen utopia you haven't seen utopia i've seen the sloth joke wow wow you'll need to see that before a 2016 episode because that it's like next week or something isn't it? no yeah. the week after next week next yeah week. Well, 100. tell us what you want to hear about it tomorrow yeah but I mean, no, Zootopia is going to be very near the top of my list for that year. Okay. It's a, it's a legitimately great movie. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh, a bunch of like fairly notable actors keep showing up in minor roles. So uh, like Giancarlo Esposito plays the, the magic mirror that the evil queen has. Interesting. Um, there's a couple other cases like that that I'm just not thinking of the top of my head where it's like, oh, hey, that's someone. Yeah. So... Okay. I don't know. It's not very good, but okay. If you like it, that's fine. You're I allowed to like it. what you you're allowed to like what you yeah. like. That it? Uh yep. What have you been up to? Uh so remember when I told you I was I put Hellboy on my nightstand? My mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of replaced that with Batman Eternal. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, I'll get there. But yeah, yeah. Batman Eternal was just looking me at the face and I've been waiting for that to happen. Okay. Um it's a huge uh it's like fifty two issues, big old oh. like uh, limited series and um, What's it about? it's i'm only about halfway through the first volume and basically like it, it introduces you with batman essentially like demasked almost crucified on a um on a top of a spire like in gotham around a like in a burning gotham and someone telling him it's like 
this is what you fucking get, Bruce. Like, kind of thing like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, Jesus. It's kind of well, one of those, like, how did he get here? And then it kind of. Hi, this is freeze frame. This is me. I bet you're wondering how I got <laughs> here right now. <laughs> um, it starts with uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon is chasing a bad guy. And he sees the bad guy hold up a gun. And then Gordon shoots the gun. But he wasn't actually holding a gun. Instead, he actually, like, behind him was, behind the bad guy was a, uh electrical panel that controlled the train train because they were down under, on the underground rails. Oh. And it derailed the train and killed, like, 170 people. Oh. And Gordon's, like, massively in prison right now. Yeah, way to go, Jim. And there's a complete dick face who's taking over for uh, Commissioner, who is very much at the, uh, at, like, working for the Roman Hey, Carmine Falcone's back. He's back. Yeah, and That's he's. Fun. Uh, it was like the fun little reveal. It was actually Catwoman and Batman. Like they were both in the Bat Bat Cave, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Who the fuck was? Who's doing this?" Blah blah blah. Oh no! And then it's just a picture with the, the three the scratch on his face. Yeah. So like year one happened, and yes. it's uh it it they know I think they have come across each other one time so far, and he's like, "Why are you back?" Uh. Falcone's trying to take down Penguin's empire. Okay. And it's basically like a gang war sp- like got act- got started very, very quickly, faster than anyone is able to do anything about. Quick quick question. Yeah. If if Penguin has a crime empire, does that make him an Emperor Penguin? Uh, Emperor Penguin's a uh, guy that was his assistant and then took him over. Oh. Yeah. That's boring. Yeah. Emperor Penguin's an actual character. <laughs> Dang it, I try to make a joke and DC goes and ruins it. You already made the They're joke. They're the worst <laughs> comic company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's a guy. I don't actually know what happened to him, but he gets like, like gets like super fucked up. He's one of the cards in the uh, deck building game, which we haven't played in forever. I know. We need to actually do that at some yeah. point. Yeah. We should do that this week. All right. Try to get people together. Anyway, um, so yeah, I've been reading that a little bit. Uh, not far enough into it. There's still a whole lot of mystery with it. Mm-hmm. Like, why did Gordon think he had a gun? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Falcone's mission? He was almost like burn Gotham, but uh, what the fuck was that at the very beginning of the story? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see more about that. Uh, I have been watching Scrubs. Really? Scrubs is on Hulu. Okay. I, uh, I watched a lot of the episodes, like... I didn't see it in order, but I watched a fuck ton when I was a kid. Um, such a good show. It's so funny. Like just references to itself. Emotional. It, it hits you right in the chest. It's a great show. Have you seen? No, you haven't seen it. No, Highly but... recommend it. It's really good. Uh, so I'm about three quarters of the way through season one. And there's like eight seasons, I think. Wow. That'll but, keep you busy. Yeah. So that's going to be my side, my side, uh, Side watch. Yep. So right. that's, I think that's pretty much all I've been up to, except a little bit of landscaping outside. Mm-hmm. Going to the gym. Yeah. Uh, discovering a couple new bands. I discovered Hippocampus, which is a pretty cool band. And then I d- recently discovered another one that I can't remember the name. It was like, I listened to like their first album. and I'm... Rhino Campus. Right. The rival university. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Bombay Bicycle Club. Oh. That's a fun name. Not to be confused with Two Door Cinema Club. Right. Lots of clubs. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so they're pretty good, too. So I'm listening to a little bit, music, a little bit more music. Okay. So that's pretty much it. Cool. News. News. Uh, we've got a second confirmed Game of Thrones prequel. 
which is following the Targaryens. Following the Targaryens. Yep. Yeah. Just grab that money. Grab that money. Grab it. Grab it. Probably gonna be terrible. I don't Do know. we have a showrunner? Uh, Brian Cogman. What the fuck is, is that? Just another was... cog in the machine. No, he he did a lot of work on the actual okay. show itself. Um, I think he. I don't know if he was more writing or directing, but I know he was pretty involved with a lot of it. What's our boy doing right now? Can't remember. Uh, 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 You're struggling. Gorbachev. <laughs> Miguel Sapochnik? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's he up to? I'm not actually sure. I think he he's involved with some other TV show. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up because he's very good. Yeah, he's our uh, he's our boy. Yep. Good old good old Miggy. Sapachi. Uh, Nick. He's got a movie named Bios in production. Okay. In post-production, I guess. Post-production. Uh, Director? Yeah, he's directing, okay. starring Tom Hanks and Caleb Landry-Jones. All right. Landry, so, Landry-Jones? Caleb Landry-Jones. Landry-Jones? Caleb Landry-Jones. Landry-Jones? <laughs> Boy, he swung, he missed so hard on that pass that he ended up in a different <laughs> career. <laughs> People who uh, don't get that joke, Landry Jones was a quarterback in OU, and he uh, he missed. He hit the ground more than he hit than he landed a throw. I bet that's pass. not true, but you know what? I'm gonna actually look it up. And... I, want, I feel like his incomplete passes actually started to outnumber his complete passes, in at least the last year he was there. Mm. But anyway, anyway, um, while you kind of vaguely look that up, uh. What else? What other happened? Things that I can happen that I that I can riff about while you're looking up. Let's see. Numbers. There was a uh, Sony apparently wants ten billion dollars for the rights to Spider Man. Okay. Um, which just kind of supports my theory that it's counter offers on top of counter offers uh-huh. right now. Um. So uh, it's Disney's still looking looking like the bad guys here because that seems like a reasonable deal to me. Yeah. Ten billion dollars. Um, no, Landry Jones' last year at OU had a 66.1 completion percentage. That's still a pretty bad completion. That's pretty great. Really? Yeah. Above 60 is good. Oh, fuck. I remember hearing sucking. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, apparently a Solo, a Solo A Star Wars Story spinoff is rumored to be coming to Disney+. Plus. No! It's already a spinoff. <laughs> spinoff of a spinoff? What do you yeah, call that? Can a you spin spin-off? your heads until they die? That was gruesome. <laughs> God, the solo shouldn't have happened. You know, solo shouldn't have happened so like objectively that anytime someone asks me why it shouldn't have happened and I tell them in a pretty pretty succinct answer, I pretty much exclusively always like one like pretty accurately turn 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 them onto my side. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, here's the reason that movie shouldn't have happened and like anyone that asked me about it is like, no, nah, yep, yeah, I agree. But they always do like you know the caveat. Oh, I thought it was a fun movie. I was like, yeah, sh- sure, but like, it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> what is that reason? Explain it to the people who haven't uh, heard it before. The reason the Han Solo movie shouldn't have happened because what's exciting about Han Solo is he's this guy with an exciting history that he's such an asshole at the beginning of the of the of the, tril- the original trilogy, and he's got a redemption arc. So when they announced that, it was either okay, so we're gonna see. Things that he's done that we've already known known he's done, which happened. Mm-hmm. And if they do what they're gonna do and give him a redemption redemption arc, which they did, mm-hmm. means he's just suddenly a dick again at the beginning of uh, A New Hope. Right, which makes no sense. 
because or they could do one so there's two things they could have done differently to make that movie add to solo mm-hmm. one don't make him re- don't redeem him right make him an asshole the entire time make you make it so you're watching that movie and you're like this guy's a dick this guy's a dick and you get to the end of the movie and you're like that guy's a giant dick makes you kind of want to go watch the original trilogy to see him grow as a person mm-hmm. because you put him in situations where like he's gonna grow like the han solo that was in the original trilogy didn't go through what happened in the solo Right. Like, that shit did not happen. There's no remnants of that in his psyche of that happening. Maybe he's got, like, a repressed memory. Maybe they put, like, an after credit scene in the um, DVD release where he just got hit in the head really <laughs> fucking hard. But do that. Also, not or, also, you twist some of the things that he did. So after the Kessel run, he goes, what was the distance we made? Say, like, 18 parsecs. So you're like, oh, fucker's a liar in the in the original trilogy. Adds yep. to that. Yeah, okay. Adds that little bit. Maybe he doesn't save Chewie's life. Maybe Chewie saves his life. Mm-hmm. Like, things that make him more of an asshole at the beginning so that it's a better redemption arc. That he was just a giant liar. That everything he's done, all these adventures, is all a bullshit lie. Mm-hmm. And he just lies about it and makes himself seem better. Do that. But no, they just took everything that you've heard he's done in the movie and just crams it all into one adventure. Yep. Also, great actor. That was a uh, uh, Alden Ehrenreich. El, uh, that yes, <laughs> forgot his name. Um, did not play Solo Han Solo. Mm-hmm. He essentially copied and pasted the original trilogy Solo into different lines. Yeah. Like, it just didn't feel like he was the character. He was mimicking the character. Yeah. And it just felt off the entire time. Fair he enough. wasn't as charming. It was just like, if someone go, if someone really sexy goes, hey, baby, then you're like, oh, hey. But then if I go, hey, baby, you're going to be like, Preston, <laughs> go away. <laughs> like, same line, just not the same charisma. Yeah. Terrible fucking movie. If it did anything right, it gave me the Boba Fett theory. Yes. Which we have explained, and I'm not going to go through. Yep. A uh, small counterpoint, though. His redemption sort of comes up to the end of the movie, but then right at the very end is when Kira abandons him. And that would be enough to break even a man who's, you know, he's already been on a bad path. And if he's like, this is my redemption, and then this is my karmic justice for redemption, I'm going to be bad. Then that goes along with the whole thing that, like, that did not have an effect on him through the original trilogy yeah we saw none of that i'm just kind of devil's advocate yeah it's it's pre it's the it's was it prequelitis yeah where i mean actually no prequelitis is like the original like the prequels where you just know where it's going Mm kind of doesn't make particular sense but like it allows for you okay i can kind of see where that happened but this one just like this is a different han solo like this guy the stuff that went that he just went through would have had an effect on a person that we would have seen the next, what, like, it was like two years before the original trilogy or something like that? It wasn't that long. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I legitimately don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's just, it's timeline doesn't fucking make sense. Not as bad as the uh, Crimes of Grindelwald, Ooh. where in a flashback in it, McGonagall was teaching. I didn't know about that part. Oh, I forgot that movie existed. <laughs> Any other news? Because I have a good segue. Yeah. Damn it. 
Um, Speaking of Eddie Redmayne, wait, hold that thought. Okay. We're getting a Jurassic World short film on TV tonight, directed by Colin Trevorrow. Interesting, weird. Yeah, it's um, it's called Battle at Big Rock. It's uh, so I said Colin Trevorrow's directing. It's basically like all of the actual Jurassic World people, except it's gonna follow just a random family that's on a camping trip a year after the end of Fallen Kingdom. Okay, and it's going to mark. Let's see, what do they say in the... Um, Trevorrow described it in an interview as the first major con- confrontation between humans and dinosaurs just out in the world. Interesting. So he's kind of it's kind of going to be a nice little midpoint to show how the universe is shifting leading into Jurassic World Bone Kingdom is the recent one. Uh, yeah. Lost World. Fucking adjective place. <laughs> Fuck me up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, I'm I'm intrigued. It'll probably be online soon enough after it comes on TV. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cool. Uh, that's happening. Um, let's see. I think I actually had something screenshotted. I need to do a better job of actually screenshotting what I do. Oh, there's an announcement about my homework. Yay! Oh, uh, hey. <laughs> I didn't even like. I haven't even looked at that homework yet. It's apparently it's due Tuesday. mm Hmm. Apparently, it hasn't even been assigned yet. Oh. Like, there's not even a homework assignment on Canvas. Because I just got a notification. It's like, hey, this is just a reminder that homework one has not been assigned yet, and there, and therefore <laughs> nothing is due this week. It's like, oh. Whoops. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I knew that. I totally noticed that. Uh, I was waiting for him to assign it. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. That made that just made my early week a lot easier. Yep. You know what just made my week? What? Movie Pass is shutting down. Oh. <gasps> Really? Yep. Oh, good. <laughs> you know, I like the concept. You single-handedly did it. Yep, I'm sure I did. Yep, it was you. It was it our was massive me. fan base that heard you complain about it, and everyone was like, ah! And there was just this, they just saw this expulsion of uh, of subscribers. I'm sure that was our it. mass fan base. Yeah, and not the flawed business model, and the fact that they kept running out of money, and the fact that customer support was literal purgatory. And the fact that um, just everything was broken about it. Yep. It's, yep. Um, it was our fan base. Yep. You guys did it. Thanks. Good job. Thanks, winners. Anyway. Uh, yeah, no, it's a, I, I do like the concept, though, and I think someone will get it right before too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I think AMC's subscription model is working pretty well. And Regal's rolling out a subscription plan, mm-hmm. which I'm considering getting. Although I don't see enough movies right now to justify it. But yeah. I'm going to change my viewership habits. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's this kind of feels like the 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 first foray into a completely new territory, and it's just it's doomed to failure. Yeah, but it's it's trailblazing for some someone to come along and do it more successfully in a couple mm-hmm. years. So, as much as I really hate MoviePass, the company, I like MoviePass the concept, and I respect them for what they've done for the media landscape moving forward. Hey. That was surprisingly more positive than I was expecting to be. Uh, speaking of positive news, Haley Atwell's going to be in Mission Impossible's 7 and 8. Cool. So that's always fun. Yay. I uh, don't know what she's going to be doing in it. Probably. I always forget the Fallout was 6 and not 7. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. We still don't know anything about those except they're being done back-to-back by Christopher McQuarrie again. Um, and Tom Cruise is going to be pushing 60 by the time the eight comes Jesus out christ <laughs> i just wanted henry cavill to be the new new guy yeah well we can't get what we wish for yeah 
Um, I was going to say, speaking of getting what we wish pretty for. Pretty low but... energy episode so far, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of getting what we wish for, but I don't actually wish for this, is uh, speaking of Stephen King, who we talked about last week, sort of. We talked around him a little bit, Yeah, I feel like. Uh, he was asked on the late show uh, when he was going to retire, because he's 70, 71, mm-hmm. uh, and he's written nearly a book a year. going to retire when he's 78? Stephen King's a listener. No, he's going to retire once he gets to 78 books. So probably about the time he turns 74. Oh, nuts. He's at 61 right now. Oh, he should retire when he gets to 69. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yep. Uh, he said, I, this is a good quote. God will tell me when to retire. He'll say, get out of the gang. Hang up your jock. You're done. Until then, this is the best job in the world because no one can make you retire to mandatory age. You can just continue until you start to dribble. And then at that point, it might be a good time for somebody to say, you know, Steve, you ought to stop. For now, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and I get to be on the Colbert Show, which is not a bad deal. So he basically just told everyone, just like, fuck off, I'm going to keep doing this. No, he's just... You'll never see the end of me. I think he's just like, yeah, you know, I I like my job. This is is the dream. I'm happy to keep doing it. I'm happy to keep taking all of your money. Yeah. Which he does. He He does. a lot of money. He's got many deals with movies, too, so he's got... Yeah, he's... He's raking it in. He's one of the only, like book writers fiction writers that has made a crap ton of money yeah speaking of upcoming movies unless you have more news oh i did have one thing but it's a good segue no i should go for it i can Uh, make another segue i've been making segues like the whole time i know (laughs) all right this one's the actual segue that i've set up all along oh cool uh we got a new Watchmen trailer oh we did did you not watch it no okay pause the episode we're Uh, watching the trailer all right we're doing this okay all right are you so we've watched we just watched the Watchmen trailer. We did. We watched it. We, we watched, watched the Watchmen. Watchmen. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was that that just shows the the difference in our personalities. You're just like, hey, like fuck off. <laughs> Jinx you on Minnesota. Um so first thoughts. I'm not entirely certain who the good guy is in this. That's probably a good thing, given like, that it's a Watchmen show. Yeah, so like it seems like you they want you to like the Calvary 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 Calvary. Calvary Calvary. Cavalry. 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 Wow, weird. Worst. Just remember Henry just Cavill. for three hours. Henry Cavill? Cavalry. Cavalry. Cavalry Hen. Cavalry Henry Hen. Cavalry Hen. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> uh, so the cavalry seems like to be the government agency, and they have a um, superhero with them helping them. Um, and they've got a creepy guy with the shiny mask. I thought the cavalry was the the white nationalist terrorist group. Oh, are they? I don't know. This trailer's a little enigmatic. Because I thought like there was someone saying like the cavalry has our name, our names, and something. Right. Who was saying that? I think that was one of the government agency people saying Calvary has our names and so they're going to come around and take us out because the policemen in this now all have masks so you don't know who they are. Correct. Yes. So I think that's what's going on but again this trailer is a little enigmatic. Um, Curious what that spaceship is. What the the owl ship? Oh that's the owl ship? Yeah. Oh. Wasn't it? I don't know. Looked like it. Oh maybe it was. Got the big old windows. Well, that's true. If it was, then maybe like 
Dr. Manhattan's just kind of having his own fun up on Mars, and he just, like, had the ship with him, and he was like, <laughs> and he, like, played baseball. Just kind of <laughs> threw it and happened to land there. <laughs> he copies himself to Earth, and they're just having a catch. <laughs> <laughs> having a cosmic game of toss the ball. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I really don't know anything about that. I'm excited about it, though. Yeah. It's, so, uh, this takes place way after. How many years after? Uh, enough years that... Um, Whatever that... Uh, Jeremy Irons is now playing uh, Matthew Good. Ozymandias. Oh. Ozymandias is now played by Jeremy Irons. Oh, so it's not like super, super late. It's Man, like... that's going to be really confusing when they do Doomsday Clock with the DC EU and they have <laughs> Alfred playing both <laughs> growing up Ozymandias. And... I don't know if Ozymandias ever showed up on the Doomsday Clock. Uh-huh. It was pretty much, oh, I don't know. I haven't read any of it. I'm going to mm. buy it once at I some start point. collecting it. Yeah, once I get there. Um,. But yeah, so it uh, I oh, I really know nothing about it. Yeah, they're like we get some details. We do know it's uh, somehow the bad guys, or at least the obvious bad guys, are the this white nationalist terrorist group. We don't even know if it's actually the cavalry or if yeah we're just mixing that up, or if we even know that they're actually white nationalists. The, one of the writers came out and said it's going to confront white nationalism. Um, they the bad guys. But yeah, I mean maybe those, I don't I don't know. We don't know. What if that black superhero is a white nationalist? That'd be something. Real conflict of interest. That would there, be a huh? real plot twist, right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Ha ha ha! We're laughing about white nationalism. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that anyway. I'm just yeah, I'm intrigued for that. That's the only the... reason I'm keeping my HBO account. Yep, because we'll have to get through that, and you need to let me watch Chernobyl at some point. Do you have my it. account information? No, I don't. How the fuck don't you have my account information? Because you never gave it to me. Yeah, well, like everyone, I feel like everyone has my account information at this point. Mm. Netflix, they're going to start, like, kind of hammering down on it. Well, they do. They're, like, the texts that they send, it's like, make sure you're not sharing your account with anybody. I'm like, you don't fucking know. <laughs> I could be in, like, eight different houses. Yeah. I could be rich bitch. I ain't, but I mm-hmm. could be. Yeah. You don't know me. Actually, you totally know me. You're Amazon. You know how much I'm spending. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep, so that happened. That's, um, that, I think that's one of the things I'm most excited for this fall. That's a thing that's coming out this fall. Yep. Is coming out this fall. Hey, let's go through the list, shall that we? That is what this episode's about because you guys don't fucking tell us what you want to hear, so we come up with our own shit. And sometimes yeah. it's bad like this, and sometimes it's fun. Yep. Well, we've never done this before. We've never done a little look ahead and see what's coming up, except like our the infinity like episode the three episodes. Yeah. Three what was four. it? Three and four. Two infinity and beyond. Yeah. That was purely I've... for Marvel, though. No, that was yeah. Well, that was purely no, for the MCU. There was superhero. Mo- it was superhero movies because we talked about. Uh... Yep, <laughs> that was BVS, wasn't it? <laughs> yep, just a disgusting <laughs> belch of a movie. <laughs> uh, no. Um, we talked about Aquaman in that. God, that is such a beautiful shot. It really is. It's just the like Mandal- on IMDb. It's just like a, a still the frame of a Mandalorian, and it's yep. just this shot of him walking away. Is that on Tatooine? That's on Tatooine. That's so, the, yeah. that's the moisture farms, and there's the Jabba, uh, the Jawa things in the back. Okay. Because the one of the suns is uh, obscured. Okay. Suns? There's two. I thought it was moons. It is suns. Yeah. It's suns. Yeah, yeah. One of the one of the suns is kind of obscured. The other one's like fully available. Well, don't refresh on me. Don't be Facebook. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, Mandalorian's another TV show that I'm really excited for coming out this fall. Yeah, I can't really like see. Okay, coming soon, I guess. It's coming. It's dropping with Disney. No, Plus. sorry, I'm looking at the. I'm, I'm oh. actually like. Is that, okay, is that I only... have I have it pulled up in like a nice scrolling list format on my laptop. 
Is it all only TV shows or, or is it only movies? Or uh, it yeah, movies? I only have movies because okay, I don't know TV shows like it's the ones that come out on Netflix now and yeah, they all just drop at once. And I'm excited for Mandalorian, Watchmen, and I don't think anything else. Yeah. So what uh what are we gonna well uh oh no those the Marvel movies are coming out in like September like april yeah we don't have another marvel movie till black widow which i think is first week of may yeah so so we're saying fall and winter which means we're gonna probably end why don't just like go up to the year yeah that's what i'd plan is going up through the end of the year um so i've got kind of a chronological ordered list and we'll we'll just kind of go through the coming soon here too yeah and we'll we'll hit stuff we'll we'll spend some time on stuff we're interested in yep uh coming this very week downton abbey which i'll see because i like the show yeah but I'm not excited about Rambo Last Blood. Oh, so hyped to burn that movie to the ground. That looks really terrible. Yeah, let's hope it's the last blood. I never I never saw any of the originals, but I'm not excited about that. Yeah. Um Ad Astra Ad, I, Ad Astra? Astra? I don't know. Astronaut I guess it would be Astra. Yeah. I I don't know how to pronounce it. If mm. But that's the the Brad Pitt space movie that looks like it's kind of a challenge to Interstellar. He climbs sort of. a ladder and someone kicks the ladder out from under him, pretty much. And he's hanging there on the on the sh- on the um, the gutter of his roof. Yep. He's like, ah, somebody help me! And it's real slapstick comedy. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, I'm. I I watched the trailer for this and I was like, ooh, that doesn't look very good. Yeah, it looks. It looks like a diluted attempt at trying to stick in that like sci-fi like like the gravity space. interstellar yeah. first man sort of wave except it got weirdly good reviews coming out of festival at Astra. yeah it's sitting at 81 on metacritic right now okay so i'm suddenly a little more intrigued than i was before i think it's probably packing a heck of a twist yeah because that's the sort of movie where it could go along and just be okay for an hour and a half and hit you with it's like also, a third act twist it's also got like phenomenal acting right now yeah like no got, let me let me just look at this cast real quick so, um so brad pitt's the lead yep and tommy lee jones plays his disappeared dad uh live tyler is the love interest it's he got, went for he went for out of planet cigarettes yep <laughs> out of solar system i think yeah out of solar maybe. system uh, it's also got uh, Ruth Nega and Donald Sutherland, um, and then a few other Is notable. Donald, yeah, isn't it Donald? Donald Sutherland, not Gleason. not Gleason. You fool! Yeah, I'm an idiot. The very old guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it's got a, a few other notable character actors, but that's that's the major cast, and that's a yep. that's a pretty good cast right there. Yeah. Um. So this is this is a movie that could come together. James Gray is kind of he's he's well respected on the indie circuit. I don't think I've seen anything he's done, um, but he did The Immigrant and The Lost City of Z, both of which are supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe like I don't go I don't go see movies very much anymore. But this is one I might might drag myself to just out yeah. of curiosity. Let's see. Uh, Between Two Ferns, the movie comes out. Yeah. I'm kind of I kind of want to see that. That's a Netflix one, isn't it? I think so. Yep, Netflix film. So I'm going to see it when yep. I have a chance to. Uh have you ever watched any of the Between Two Ferns? No. Super fucking awkward and it's the best thing ever. <laughs> um there was one he had uh um do you know do you know the premise of Between Two Ferns? Yeah. For, uh, for those who don't know what Between Two Ferns is, it's a uh funnier die series 
uh, was that Galifianakis. And there's two chairs. There's two ferns that are on the outside. It's between two ferns. Mm-hmm. And I'll have an actor, I'll have like a, a celebrity on and interview them. But it's incredibly awkward and just like mean questions. Um, like Jerry Seinfeld was like, like or uh, Jerry Seinfeld was on and he was like, something along the lines of, how does it feel to be way past your prime and somehow still poking around? Like that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's just like, what? Don't be a dick. And he literally, it's like, oh, we have a better guest. She's actually here. And then Cardi B shows up and like he interviews her. <laughs> and like, there's a little crate to the side that Jerry Seinfeld sits on. And it's kind of funny. That's good. Uh, if you like cringe humor and just pure awkwardness, that's for you. I thought um, you didn't like that sort of stuff. Huh? I thought you didn't like that sort of stuff. This is, uh, there's a difference between cringe, cringe humor and just like, just like, it's like the back of your rib cage, just like, I don't, that kind of cringe. Okay. Just like going like, ooh, that was kind of like, oh, they're uncomfortable. Ha ha ha. But then like Napoleon Dynamite and that kind of yeah. stuff is just like, like, the I feel it in like, the office. I feel like, yeah, yeah. And I feel like in the back of my rib cage and I'm just like. I don't want to be here. You know, I, I, I feel that on a very visceral level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that uh, looks fun. Um, um, here's one I wanted to promote because I was just scrolling through this list this afternoon mm-hmm. to prep for this episode. There's a lot coming out on the 20th. I hadn't heard of this and I don't watch documentaries, but let me just read the, the little IMD ble- IMD blurb on Midnight Traveler, which is a documentary. Uh, when the Taliban puts a bounty on Afghan director Hassan Fazili's head, he is forced to flee with his wife and two young daughters. Capturing their uncertain journey, Fazili shows firsthand the dangers facing refugees seeking asylum and the love shared between a family on the run. So it's film director. And when he's forced to uh, this week. Why is that not showing up? I don't know. Interesting. Because um, it's a low profile documentary. But that is that sounds like a best documentary contender right there. Mm-hmm. Um, just the fact that this is a guy who can document this story effectively, yeah. being forced to live it out firsthand. That's a that's a really unique opportunity there. Yeah. So I'm I'm very intrigued by that one. As much as I just don't care about documentaries in general. Yeah. Same. Yep. Uh, moving on to next week. Wait, what? There's so many coming out this week we haven't talked about. Yeah, but I don't. I don't Villains. Mind. Oh, yeah. Villains. That one looks weird. That one looks fucking terrifying. <laughs> uh, that one looks fun. Um, it's got a 73 on Metacritic right now. Yeah, it's got a Bill Skarsgård, right? And Bill Skarsgård. Isn't it the girl from It Follows? Don't know. Don't remember the look of it. I just remember actually. I'm actually going to look that up because I think, I think it is, and I should have looked it up beforehand. I mean, I could probably do it faster. Oh, no! Meka um, M- M- Monroe. Meka? Mm-hmm. Yep. You're right. Ha. And Independence Day Resurgence. Who cares? <laughs> uh, uh, and yep. fucking nothing else. Not so much. No one cares that anybody cares about. Yeah. The guests uh, so yeah, that looks that looks fun. That's yeah. Uh, um, so it's like a couple of criminals and they break into a house and then apparently the house is the normal suburban family there is not so normal. Uh, things are very twisted and it looks like a lot of bad people doing bad things to each other in amusing ways. Yep. Which is, you know, it's a good sort of movie right there. There seems this that kind of trend seems to be happening. Uh, um, I feel like uh, it's very similar in kind of very broad strokes premise to was it Wedding Day? No, Wedding. Day? What's the one with Margot Robbie where it's like, oh, oh, hide and seek or something like that? Oh, that's not Margot Robbie, but yeah, yeah, it is. No, you sure? Pretty sure. Pretty sure it's Margot Robbie. 
Nope, not the 2005 movie starring no. Robert De Niro and Dakota Fanning. Not that one. <laughs> um, it's not called Hide and Seek. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, uh, I'm pretty certain it's... Uh, maybe we'll get to it. I'll like I'll keep looking while we talk, and I'll. I I'll... Think, well, it already came out. That's the problem. Oh, it did. Okay, I'm I'm gonna look that up. Um, uh, okay, well, I will jump to the next one that comes out a week later. Uh, oh, there's not particularly not much. Anything Twenty-one bridges. You were excited about. Does that come out next week? Yeah. Why the fuck have you things not showing up on this? Because it's on your phone and phones are bad. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I'll let you drive this then. Twenty-one bridges looks fucking cool. Yeah. Um. Why are you excited about that one? Not particularly uh, out there when it comes to premise. Um, it's just kind of a guy who's a, a cop that's kind of lives on the edge of the law, and I'm going to be the one that kills people. And uh, he's got a history of like, oh, his dad was killed by cop killers. Mm-hmm. He became a cop, and he's the cop that kills cop killers. Yep. Which apparently this fucking New York to police, police department's okay with. Doesn't seem like it's due process of law, but... It's he a, lives on uh, the edge of the law. It's a bit of a hyper reality. Yeah. And Chadwick Boseman's just so darn cool. He can get away with whatever. Yeah. He wants. And it just, he's, he doesn't seem like the kind of person in like real life. That's this like suave. No, he he's just got seems more like of like the hip hop kind of yeah. like that kind of like jive. Wow. Never, ever Don't, let me say nope. that shit again. Nope. You stop that right now. He's got the, also, like a hip hop kind of personality. Also the movie is ready or not. And it's Samara weaving. Not Ro- Margot Robbie. She looks like Margot she Robbie. She looks a lot like Margot Robbie. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that All one right. came out a month ago. Oh, Jeez. fuck. Um, but it just, it's like, I don't know. It just seems intense and fun. Yeah. it. I think this is going to be a movie that lives or dies by its twist. Because it very much looks like it's yeah. It's leading up to some big like, reveal. This is the kind of like fun action-packed movie I'll go see. Like Popcorn Muncher. Mm-hmm. Not Hobbs and Shaw where yeah. it's just terrible. This is more of a fun, but it's got a little bit of brains to it. Maybe. Maybe. If the twist is bad, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. If the twist is any good, this will be more than watchable. Yeah. So... We'll have to go see it, I guess. And maybe at some point. Risk it. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we'll wait till reviews come out. And yeah, then we'll give it a few we'll weeks. We'll see. If it gets good reviews, then we'll go see it. Yep. Uh coming out first week of October. Joker. Ah It's not a Joker. It's a it's a clown that just goes fucking bonkers, but it is not the Joker. I'm yep. not gonna let you I'm not gonna tell you guys to pretend it's not the Joker. I will actively advertise to go see it because it looks like it's a fucking great movie. Mm-hmm. And I want to promote DC to making movies. Um, however, I'm, it's this weird kind of zone that I'm in right now where it's like, I'm happy DC's making a movie that looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's really not one of their characters. Um, cause I mean, the idea behind, we've talked about this a lot. The idea behind the Joker is the fact that we don't know where he came from. Yeah. We've learned that there's three of them. I don't know if that has come out yet. The three Jokers trailer, the three Jokers story with Jeff Johns. I'm going to look that up later. Um. Yeah. Can you Google it really quick? Yeah. Joker sure thing. Um, it's not. It's not the Joker. Like the fact that he has a name and that we see where he comes from, and also it doesn't seem like his goal. From the from what we've seen in the trailer, it doesn't seem like his goal is to create chaos. It just seems like he's kind of wanting to pay back the world for causing him pain. Yeah. Which is very much not the way the Joker is. The Joker is not a redeemable character. Joaquin Phoenix is a phenomenal actor. And he's going to do whatever this role is amazingly. But it's not the Joker. So I'm going into it just like, oh, this isn't a DC movie. This is just a Joker, a, a clown that goes fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a result? 
Um, the release date was apparently going to be pretty soon in July or June. Really? We don't know the release date yet. Interesting. Okay. Not as far as I can find. Because I have not. I I watch their uh, weekly comic releases. Uh huh. But. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I also completely missed the third issue of Batman Damned somehow. Huh. And it's in collected editions already. So wow. I gotta go buy that third one. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway, uh yeah, Joker, I'm I'm hyped for. This is a this looks like a different sort of movie. Um and so I'm I'm very intrigued to see this. Yep. Everything I've seen so far has made me very hyped for it, and I like Joaquin Phoenix. Again, and reinforcing his creepy little laugh. Yeah, reinforcing my uh I mean, it's not even a theory at this point. Like, I think it's gotten to the point where it's law. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's principle, right? Principle before law. What's that order of like scientific, like theory, then principle, then law? Yeah, hypothesis, theory, principle, law. Yeah, something like that. So it's it's not law yet, but if you if a movie's coming out and executives are constantly trying to tell you that it's a great movie, it's a bad movie. Because yep. what they're trying to do is they're trying to get everyone to go see the movie as soon as possible mm-hmm. before everyone else hears from the people that went to see it the first weekend that it's a garbage, trash fucking movie. Yep. But if they keep their stupid mouths shut and then just let you go see, let the people go see the movies and then come out and tell you, hey, you should go see this movies, this movies, yeah, whatever. All, all of my plurals and singulars have been it's way off this entire yep. rant. Then it's a good movie because they're allowing for word of mouth, which is super powerful to do the job for them. Mm -hmm. So if you don't hear executives talking extensively about a movie and then you hear positive reactions from first screenings, Mm -hmm. go see the movie because it's going to be great. Yep. So we should go see this movie. All of the examples I've experienced so far after making this theory have lived up to that. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, what was a bad one recently? Uh, Hobbs and Shaw, I think the executives were like, Hey, you should go see it. It's a fun one. I don't. And also, they didn't advertise it as a smart movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think that. I don't know if that one really counts. Yeah. Um, Uh, Batman vs Superman. They were really hyped about that one. They were trying to get everybody to go real fucking quick. Uh, flip side, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. They weren't really saying anything. They were just like, people would ask like Kathleen Kennedy and the higher ups at Lucasfilm about it, and they were like. That's we good. we believe in this product, yeah. But they weren't out there aggressively selling. And then another one, Solo. Yeah, Solo had executives talking all fucking about. They're like, it. "This is going to make you laugh. It's going to make you cry. It's going to yeah. change the way you watch movies." The only, ex- actually, the only exception to these movies is, well, I guess it's it's executives, the producers. But when the directors talk about it, you can kind of disregard that because the directors creatively evolved. Yeah. yeah, and like the Infinity War and Endgame, they're like, "Oh, you're gonna cry." And like once, the, if the people very in the movie are talking about it, that's one thing. Yeah. That's entirely a thing. Like Chris Evans saying, "I cried three three times during the first like ten minutes." It's like if an executive said that, you'd just be like, "Bullshit." But when Chris said that, I was like. Okay, maybe. And yeah. I did also cry three times during the first 10 minutes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Joker's going to be great. Yep. What else is there? Uh, let's see. I need a shower. Uh, next week after that. So, this is week of October 11th. October? October. October. Gemini Man. Oh, yeah. That movie that's going to be bad. Probably. And dumb. Ang Lee's a little hit or miss, and this looks a little more miss. Yeah. It, uh, there's... Surely there has to be a very big twist at the end that, like, maybe the younger one's actually the 
the real one, and the older one, the clone, aged way faster. Similar to Star Wars clones. Yeah. How they have an uh, accelerated, accelerated life growth. Yeah. Accelerated growth, yeah. Uh, maybe that's a twist. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's just they've told us everything about the movie in the trailers, and it's just Will Smith fighting Will Smith. Yep, with Clive Owen pulling the strings, which, hey, I love me some Clive Owen. Yeah. But, I yeah. think that's going to be a, that's a popcorn muncher. That's not a thinker. Yeah, that's a that looks like a thinker for people who don't want to think. There's sort of a people like the the Transformers and Pirates crowd, as I like to call them, that um, they'll go see this movie and they'll be like, "Oh, it made me think so much. It had so many twists and turns." But it's not like a, it's it's not a Christopher Nolan movie, or yeah, something like that. It's it, it's a it's a, it's not titties. Yeah. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, right? Yeah. It's a. It, it looks like, and again, I haven't seen this, and it could be very good. Ang Lee has made some really great movies in the past, but it looks like, like the Incredible Hulk or the Hulk in two thousand four. Yeah, great. What a good movie. Great classic movie right there. Oh, I think it was two thousand three. Two thousand three. Oh shit. Um, Crouching Tiger, Tiger, Hidden Dragon, though, on the other hand, fantastic. Terrible movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> you don't get to rip that one in front of me. <laughs> no, this looks like this looks like a smart movie for dumb people. Okay um adam's family don't is that, that was... animated or is that just the poster it's animated it's animated yeah oh, i don't give a shit in um yeah i saw a trailer when i went to see lion king and i saw the lion king in a theater full of kids and their parents and no one laughed at any of the jokes neither kids nor parents yeah in that adam's family trailer uh that's a very bad sign yeah this does not look like a good movie. This is going to be a disaster that will quickly be swept under the rug and rebooted in five years. Yep. Uh, now, here's one I'm excited about that's a little more indie. Parasite. What a fucking twist of a trailer. Yeah. Jesus. So it's like, oh, hey, fun. You know, we're going to do some things. Hey, there's this rich family. Oh, God, what's happening? Yeah. What a What a total shift. Yeah. That's an emotional two minutes. This is... <laughs> That's a that's a heck of a trailer right there. That's yep. um, so this is uh a new new movie by uh, Jun Ho Bong who did Snowpiercer and Mother and The Host and Okja, and is one of the one of the best working directors. He's Korean, so all of his movies are mm-hmm. most of his movies are Korean language, um, and so this one is Korean, um, and it's a it's about a kind of a poor unemployed family that sort of hustles their way into working with a wealthy family Mm -hmm. uh and then things are somehow going to go wrong we don't know how yet because we haven't seen the movie blood spatters and screams and scared people yep um it looks hilarious in sort of a satirical yorgos lanthimos kind of way but also really twisted and messed up and in a jordan peele kind of way yeah like it's going to be sort of satire social commentary a little bit but it's also just going to be a good intense movie so um it's also let me just point out sitting at a 91 on metacritic right now boy yeah (laughs) so this is this might be my my pick of the pick of the season to go see um if you don't like subtitles grow up <laughs> uh, <laughs> boy I, I really was kind of like hesitant on subtitles because like i don't want to i don't want it to detract from like watching it but then i watched the hunt and i'm like nah subtitles are fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh all right uh 
uh, bringing the mood down a little bit. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Yeah, fuck off. Saw that trailer before Lion King too. I don't know. It's, um, I don't want it to happen. Looks like Game of Thrones for eight year olds. What else is Angelina Jolie is she doing? Is she actually like making good movies, or is she just kind of wrapped in a stupid shit? Um, well, she she's been announced for in the MCU. She yeah, she's in the Eternals. Eternals, right? Um. She was in Kung Fu Panda 2 and Kung Fu Panda 3. Um, so, no, not really. Not so much. Uh, she's. she's Is been... she just, like, famous because she's super attractive? Because I can't really think of very many good movies she's been in. I can think of, like, Wanted, that fucking terrible Beowulf movie, which I don't think was even her. It was just fully designed after her. Have you seen that? Yeah, no, that was that was her. That was her. Yeah, uh, that was... well, she was she was Tomb Raider, and that was kind of a popular role. Not a good movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying she's a great actress. Uh, she's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's um, right. Uh, Salt, which was decent. So she's not like an overall like fantastic actress. She's she's more of a movie star, I yeah. think, than a than an actress. Um, she's actually apparently a pretty decent director. She's done uh three. She did a documentary in 2007, and then she's done three sort of independent movies since then, which have uh-huh. all been pretty well received. So it's In the Land of Blood and Honey, Unbroken, and First They Killed My Father. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. This Maleficent Mistress of Evil looks bad. Yep. Just First one was bad. Real bad. I think. Probably. We talked about that, right? That I went to that, and yeah, my mom had to come figure out what the fuck happened here because our alarms went off. <laughs> yep. like there was like a door swung open through the wind or something that sent off the alarm yeah and yeah that was just it was weird yeah uh zombie land double tap i'm excited i never saw the original i probably should because yeah. i hear it's good i am not particularly certain that you'd enjoy it a whole awful lot um it's kind of stupid i like dobbs and shaw just fine yeah that's true <laughs> um very cliche like it's you're gonna have to turn your brain off. Don't don't go into it thinking that it's anything okay smarter than Hobbs and Shaw. All right, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a funny it's a funny movie. Woody Harrelson kills it. Um, uh, 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 God damn, I'm drawing a giant blank on his name. Jesse Eisenberg is funny. Um, the real Lex Luthor. Bill Murray's in there. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. He dies. Um, Emma Stone, right? Emma Stone's in it. Yep. Yep uh yeah so it's i'm excited about this one because it's got uh the the don't tell me his name i always fucking forget his name but i'm gonna remember his name this time um um rosenbottom that's not it uh holy shit i fucking never uh zit kit it's something damn it tell me thomas middleich damn it (laughs) god i never remember his name why can I never remember his name? I know him so much. I know him right. so many different things, but I never remember his name. And it's a, it's like it's a pretty distinctive name. I know. It's not like Steve Holt. Yeah, that was or, that didn't quite work. Yeah, I, had, I, I had a whole thing kind of. It took in my me head. a second to realize yeah, what you're doing. Didn't quite work. You're talking about Stacy Holt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Stacy uh, Holt. <laughs> He's got it going on. And moving on. Uh, next up. about that. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. I had seen the first half of that trailer, uh-huh. but actually going back and watching the full trailer, I actually understood what the fuck was happening. Like, I didn't know that he actually, like, I was just like, oh, it's just a fun, 
fun movie. I don't like the fact that I'm saying this. Fun movie about training Nazis. Yep. Ooh. But then I actually like watched the rest of it and he's like, uh, Jews aren't bad. So is that guy Hitler? Yes. He but, actually is Hitler. But it's his imaginary friend version of Hitler. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. At all. I thought it was just some weirdo fucking dude that was dressed up as Hitler. Yeah, no. It's Taika Waititi playing uh, this little boy's imaginary very friend pale. as Hitler. Who? Taika Waititi in that one. Yeah. It's a lot more pale, I guess. I had to whiteface him a little bit. Oof. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, no, this one uh, looks very strange, which it's Taika Waititi. It's Taika Waititi. It's Taika Waititi, and it's kind of, I think, the first movie where the world has been like, have as much money as you want and make whatever you want. We trust you now. Yep, he's, so, the, he's the funny Christopher Nolan. Yep, and so it kind of feels like it, it has the potential to be his first misfire. Oof. Just uh, yeah. based on the fact that it's a really out there concept and that it's sort of his first foray into total freedom. Yeah. Um. So who knows? It's it's getting getting kind of divisive reviews out of f- festival. It vaguely seems Wes Anderson-y. Yeah, a little bit. Um. I I can't describe how. Maybe it's just the fact that it it's the color. It's the tone of the color is very bright. Okay. Um. It's very. Things are very deliberate, like mm-hmm. it's deliberate actions, like movements and stuff like that, yeah. which is pretty, pretty West Anderson-y. West Anderson-y. Yep. Um, it's got lots of boys running around in uniforms. Like yeah, that Moonrise definitely, Kingdom. that definitely, <laughs> Moonrise Kingdom definitely comes to mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah. And it's got a lot of people I like. It's got Sam Rockwell and uh, Taika himself, of course, uh-huh. and Scarlett Johansson. Yep. And. Uh, Wait, we missed the news. We did? Including Taika Waititi? We did? Involving Taika... The announcement of who's going to be in... Uh, Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. We talked about that last week or two weeks ago when they said it. Looks like we did. Didn't we? I don't think so. Who's going to be in Suicide Squad? God, a fuck ton of people. Yeah, because yeah, this, this happened like three days ago. Yeah, Okay. We got to rewind the news. Uh, Suicide Squad. They announced vague Suicide Squad uh, uh, casting. Like, uh, James Gunn said, don't get attached. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's people that are in very firm talks. But um, as he's, like, writing the story, he might kind of cut some characters and stuff like that. So we might not not see all of them. Um, Images. I don't want to see the fucking... That I'm gonna try to go to James Gunn's. God, Suicide Squad, James Gunn, James Gunn, images. Hurry, give me the thing. Stop making me just kill time and give me the fucking thing that I want to do. Here we go. James Squad's full cast for Suicide Squad. Load faster. <laughs> I'm just spinning my wheels vocally, and it's, it's getting just, really it's annoying. And I could totally jump in and say something more about Jojo Rabbit because I really nope, um, got it. Okay. David Das Desmalchian. Desmalchian. What's he been in? Uh, Dark Knight, Ant Man. What's he? Uh, he was the um the guy on the honor guard that they captured, and then Harvey flipped a coin in a back alley and was like, "A schizophrenic guy." Yeah. Oh, cool. And the guy in Ant Man with the ridiculous Russian accent. Yep. Uh, Jay Courtney. Who's he? Jay Courtney. Jay Courtney. She. Who's that? J. Is it J A I? Yeah. Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Oh, he's coming back. Cool. Woo! Uh, Joaquin Cusio. Not, wait, not Phoenix. Don't who's know that? who that is. Okay. Uh, Nathan Fillion. 
I know who that is. I vaguely know who he is. Firefly Man. Right, yes. Uh, Also Captain Hammer. Who? Captain Hammer. From Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Oh, God. Wow, watch that one time fucking forever ago. Yeah. Uh, Also, I think more attractive Brendan Fraser? Yeah, that's about right. Okay. Uh, Joel Kinnaman? Brendan Fraser just has a really weird face, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) That's why they put a robot face on him for uh, um, Doom Patrol. That's right. Uh, Joel Kinnaman? What's he been in? He was... uh, Really? He's in it? Yep. He was uh, Rick Flagg in the original. Oh, so probably Rick Flagg again. Probably coming back to that. Uh, Ling. How the fuck you pronounce that last name? I've never known. You're going to have to show me. Hmm? Ing? Ing? Is it just Ing? Yeah. That makes no sense when you go to the win. Well, it's win. Yeah. So it's N-G-W, or N-G-Y-A, but why does... I don't fucking know. I'm very white and am very uncultured, and I want to learn more about Asian culture. Also, real quick, I said Oriental a few few, uh, episodes ago. Okay. And I think it was you and Carter that said, like, ooh, don't say that word or something like that. I don't remember saying that. Because maybe it was Carter. But, like, I was told that, like, Oriental's not an okay thing to say. It's, like, hmm. kind of racist. So I looked it up. Like, all Asians are like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, it's like white people trying to make things racist or something. Yep. But, like, Asians are like, I mean, we're literally from the Orient. Yeah. It's just a location. It's like calling you Americans. Yep. You're from America. <laughs> yep. So fuck you if anybody t- says Oriental is racist. Like, literally Asians don't care. It's mostly just antiquated at this point. Yeah. Uh, Flula Borg. Who? Okay. Sean Gunn. Who? who? Uh, you know who Sean Gunn is. Sean Gunn is. He's uh, great on Gilmore Girls. Is he in Gilmore Girls? Yeah. Oh, shit. He's uh, a recurring character. For people who don't know who Sean Gunn is, Sean Gunn's the, 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 um, kind of the assistant guy for, uh, um michael rooker's character he's craglin craglin yeah, and uh, name. speaking of which guardians michael michael rooker. rooker is cast in suicide squad let me just say real quick uh going back to sean gunn um in gilmore girls season five he has the best payoff to a running joke i've ever seen and i'm not gonna spoil it okay but it's worth watching the show just for how he pays off this super want... long running joke it's one i can have in the background right yeah okay cool i'm gonna do that um, I'm trying to dance around all the the big ones. Uh, where'd I go? Uh, Juan Diego Boto. Nope. Okay. Storm Reed. Nope. Okay. Uh, Elise Braga. I've I think I've heard the name, but uh, Steve Aggie, A G, A G. I've also heard that name, but I couldn't tell you who. Uh, Tinasha Gajese. Kajisi, Tanasha, Tanache, Kajesi, Kajisi. You're struggling there. Yeah, I'm I kind of fucking, enjoying it. I don't know how to fucking say it. So move on. Uh, Daniela Melchior. Nope. Okay. Uh, Julio Ruiz. 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 Nope. Okay. Jennifer Holland. Nope. Is that Tom Holland's sister? Uh, I hope so. Voila. No, it's Viola. Viola Davis. I do know Viola Davis. Who's she? Uh, she was the lead in Widows, and she was in... She's an Oscar winner. Dude, get it together. Uh, you know what? There's a lot of names <laughs> I'm still working on. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what you've, what you've seen her in. Uh, all right. So now for the big names. John what, Cena. Viola Davis wasn't a big name? Oh, she's she's Amanda Waller in the original. Oh, okay. Right. So she's Amanda Waller. Okay, yeah, cool. she's in The Help. John Cena. 
I can't see him though. <laughs> uh, so he's probably King Shark, um, unless they're making him uh, uh, Killer Croc. I mm-hmm. hope they go King Shark because King Shark is a more interesting character than Killer Croc is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Where? Pete Davidson. Right, that one. Yes. That's happening. Uh, Brendan made an interesting comment. What if he was the Joker? Because he's got a big old fucking grin. Huh. <laughs> you know, I could kind of see that. And he's kind of wacky. Yeah. He'd be a better version of Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah. Interesting. Um, uh, sure. Taika Watiti. Yep. Is in it. Taika Watiti. I am still trying to figure out who he could be. Um, I think what they're probably going to do is get like the entire list of everyone that's ever been in the Suicide Squad and mm-hmm. just throw them all in there and have maybe like there was a suicide like the casting of like the 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 last one like it's kind of it's like oh hey this was the last Suicide Squad mm-hmm. they kind of did something shitty you guys are the new Suicide Squad and it's a whole bunch of different people so like mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of people you could, probably some of the girls are doing uh, limelight like lime and light mm-hmm. um, which are they make lights and they're all green. Um, there's some pretty bizarre characters. Like you can have uh ragdoll in there, just like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Sean Gunn could probably be ragdoll. He's kind of a lanky, tall fucker. Yep. Uh, where am I going? Um, Peter Capaldi. Oh yeah. He's in there. One of the doctors. Um, Idris Elba. Oh yeah. I forgot he was in this. He is in this. Oh, I really like that. Still cannot mm. figure out who he's going to be because. Deadshot is not particularly a suave man. Yeah, Idris Elba can be a little more just like. Can he be cuckoo? Brutal. Yeah, yeah, he That's could. Kind of. Well, I guess. Yeah, he's a talented Deadshot. actor. He can do whatever he yeah, wants. Yeah, he can. And uh, Margot Robbie's back, so. I think he skipped Dave Batista. Huh? I think he skipped Dave Batista. He's not in there. He's not in there. Nope. I thought he was in there. Nope. That's really disappointing. Yep. Could have sworn he was in there. Nope. John Cena beat him in a ring, and then they were like, "Ha ha, it's me." Oh, <laughs> that's okay. Next, we're gonna have like the Undertaker show up, and John Cena's gonna get fired. <laughs> okay, so that was the that was the news. That All was right. Suicide Squad. He said, "Don't get attached." So a few of them are probably gonna get dumped. Um, you know, as much as I love big name actors, part of me hopes that it's the big name actors actors that get dumped. Like maybe like Margot Robbie gets. Well, I like Margot Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe John Cena gets dropped. Sorry to say, it's maybe Idris Elba gets dropped. But yeah. like, I am I've become rapidly a big purve- purveyor. Not purveyor. Proponent. Propo- proponent? Proponent. I, I want, I advertise for. Yeah, yeah proponent. proponent. I'm a big proponent for giving new people a big name. Mm-hmm. Like, all these new people, like, Karen Fukuhara, fucking nobody knew about until she was in the last Suicide Squad. And still no one does, because she was in Suicide Squad. Well, I mean, she, <laughs> and she was now, she's now in The Boys, and she's oh, done yeah. other things. Okay. She's yeah. a f- great actress. I think she was the only solid point of the Suicide Squad. Even Will Smith was not great. Jack Courtney was pretty good. Margot Robbie was pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was okay. So she was one of the one of the good ones, and it's kind of a tough role to do in a yeah. poorly written thing. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird character to do where you're talking to your sword because your husband's in there. Yep. Weird shit. But she's kind of uh, I liked her in there, and also she is definitely my celebrity crush because he is very attractive. That explains. <laughs> you got your rose tinted goggles on a little bit. Yeah. Also, she actually is just phenomenal. Yeah, I haven't seen her in enough to her in have boys. much of a have judgment. You, seen the you haven't seen the boys nah, yet. Not there yet. Because uh, I was moving. I still haven't yep. caught up even on Mindhunter yet. Wow, I'm we so are behind. an hour and ten minutes. All right, well, let's keep trucking through. Yep. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, only other thing I wanted to say is, speaking of uh, actors without much profile getting more profile, uh, Thomas and McKenzie plays the Jewish girl. Yep. 
she had her first ever role last year in Leave No Trace, which I really liked, um, where she and her dad just live out in the woods in a park in or near Portland, Oregon. Okay. And then they get found, and it kind of upends their life. Gotcha. It's a... It's an interesting one. It's very different, but mm-hmm. it's very good. Cool. All right, moving on. Uh, the Lighthouse. Hark. Uh, wow. What a trailer. That yeah. was weird. Yep. Uh, all literally all this movie, all that trailer did. It didn't even like really get me interested in the movie. It just made me like remember that Willem Dafoe can actually fucking act. <laughs> <laughs> like he hasn't been anything that has told me that he can't act. It's just like. The only thing I fucking remember him from is Green Goblin. That was a weird movie. Yep. Uh, and that just kind of got torn down by the subsequent movies. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and just made me more excited to see Robert Pattinson in more things. Mm-hmm. Dude has fucking shed Twilight. Yeah. Like, if there's any example of someone who was in a terrible series and is able to shake that shit, it's him. Even more so than Ewan McGregor being in the mm-hmm. prequels. Like... This dude has taken the shit that is Twilight and has put himself in great movies. Well, he realized, <laughs> like, immediately what a crap franchise he got himself into. And he's got enough artistic integrity to see it through. Yeah. But he's immediately just, like, throwing himself into all kinds of yeah. indie stuff. Um, there's this pair of director brothers, uh, Josh and Benny Safdie, mm-hmm. who are going to come back on this list, um, that made a movie a couple years ago called Good Time, which is sort of a low-budget crime drama movie. Yeah. And somehow Robert Pattinson heard about it, and he tracked these guys down, and he basically bullied them into making him the lead. I remember you telling us about that. And this. he was super great in that movie, and it was yeah. a really good movie, partly because of him. And just, he's he's taking such good command of his own career. I'm, I think it's paying off for him. My brain, like, having seen Shazam, I'm not concerned at all about the muscle suit. Mm-hmm. But, like, just seeing him, like, seeing some of the stuff he's done, I know for certain he can pull off a of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. They're going to do a young Bruce Wayne. They are obviously, like, they're yeah. going way back. Yep. Um, didn't they even vaguely reference maybe doing year one? Um, If they've got the Riddler, maybe not. Because they're yeah. talking about doing the Riddler, right? And maybe Clayface? Uh, one of the four? They were doing Catwoman, Catwoman Riddler, Penguin. and Penguin. Um, I think it was Clayface. Maybe Clayface. Because if they're doing, like, literally, Catwoman is the only one that shows up in year one of those four. Right. So, like, but it's around that time. So, it could, I, I, I we can't make speculation about it. I'm really excited for it. Just seeing, mm-hmm. like, it's ju- just, I don't know. The fact that they're, with the Joker seeming to be doing what it's doing, and Aquaman and Shazam and Wonder Woman being decent movies, mm-hmm. and them just, like, going, this movie's coming out way later, work on it. Yep. Means that they're giving them the time and they're not rushing shit and I'm fucking excited for it. Yeah. And I'm ready for another good Batman. Yep. Anyway. It's time. Yeah. But Robert uh, Pattinson, that was such a weird, just like. Yeah. Huh? That's, uh, well, this is, this is Robert Eggers is the director. Oh, He's, are they saying Hark? Yeah. Back to each other? No, they're saying what? And then at the oh, end what? he says, ah, Hark. Oh. Um, cause Willem Dafoe's a crazy man. They just, they, they are like, okay, Robert We've trapped Willem Dafoe in this remote lighthouse. We're going to send you in with a GoPro and we're going to release the movie. <laughs> we're going to release whatever comes out of this. <laughs> Good luck. 
Oh, God. Uh, send up a flare if he goes for your throat. <laughs> and he started to. <laughs> ah! All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this is uh, the director's Robert Eggers, who did The Vitch. The Witch, but the it's witch, got the weird the v, double yeah. V thing. We talked about this recently, yep. uh, which is a really good per- period piece horror movie. Um, and so this looks like him just getting a little artsier, a little more out there, uh-huh. but having fun with it. These are two great actors that can really play off each other in sort of a claustrophobic horror movie. Yeah. Which makes me excited for it. Um, the 89 Metascore as of right now also makes me excited. Yep. So this is this is very much like a, a not a mainstream movie. It's black and white. It's just a couple of actors, one location. It seems very artsy, old timey dialogue. Mm-hmm. But for there's probably a small but significant segment of the audience that is going to absolutely eat this up. Yeah, and everyone else is going to be like, "That was boring." Yep. And if you think it's boring, you're wrong. I haven't seen it yet. Why am I defending it? Yep. Because you're mad. <laughs> uh, you, you just jizz all over artsy stuff. Yep. All right, uh, moving on. And speaking of, he's doing something all over something. The aeronauts. Okay. If they are love interests, fuck that movie. Okay. It doesn't look like they are. It doesn't look like they are. And if they are not, then uh, okay. She is essentially taking the place of another male person in real life. Hmm. This is Eddie Redmayne's character is based on uh, the guy who like founded the meteorological society in like 1840 something. Okay. And his friend Coxwell, uh, uh, something Haley Coxwell, who was another dude Mm -hmm. who was the, uh, the balloon guy like her, but a dude. Mm -hmm. And, He's being replaced by a female character. Oh. Which equality, sure, fine. I it's it kinda is a little iffy because it's based on historical stuff and you're actually just changing an actual character. Mm-hmm. If they stick to who he was and they're just friends, okay. There's definitely a lot of like dramatization and like a lot of shit that didn't happen yeah. based on the true story. But if they make him a love interest that is an incredibly sexist fucking thing to do. Yeah. That she exists purely as a female to make her a love interest. Yep. And fuck that movie. Yep. <laughs> I care I... a lot about historical accuracies. Mm-hmm. And it's just, ugh. I, I don't think, just based on the trailer, that that's what they're going for. It looks like they're doing more, I don't know, down in gravity. Parten- or, yeah, they're partners and stuff. and They just, they go up and it's... They're they're doing gravity, but in the 1850s or 40s or whenever, yeah. with a balloon instead of yeah. a spaceship, which yeah, that could, that could be cool. Um, those are some good actors and actresses right there. Yeah, they were both uh, they're both pretty decent actors and actresses that have been uh, been in my bottom favorite movies of my top franchises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Felicity Jones, Rogue One. Which so I really liked, but... Which you liked. I didn't like it. Right. And then Eddie Redmayne. And Felicity Jones was also, don't forget, in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Was she? Yeah. Very was briefly. She? she was supposed to be the person that would eventually turn into Black Cat. Uh, oh, is that why people are talking about she needs to be Black Cat? Right. Because she was gonna? Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, she'd be Catwoman. She'd be, yeah, she'd be a pretty good Catwoman. Mm, 
Nah. Not as good as Isa Gonzalez. Yeah. Or, um, I don't know. Felicity Jones just doesn't seem as like... Felicity Jones is the type of powerful woman that's just like, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to like, fuck you up. Like... The, the sort gonna... that would play Ruth Bader Ginsburg in a biopic. She did. Yeah. So that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not like the... Hmm. I'm kind of a feisty old... Yeah. Like that kind of like feisty... Right. Fem- fem- strong female. Right. Not really particularly her... Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Also, if anyone says she could play Catwoman because of Felicity Feline, get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's not a reason. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, coming out first week of November, Terminator Dork Fart. Uh, I, say, I think mine was Dank Fat. Yep. Who gives a fuck? Move on. The Irishman. Oh, I didn't tell you to watch that one, did I? No. Uh, Martin Scorsese's new movie, uh, but it's going to be a Netflix original. It's going to have Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Oh. So. So not Irishman. No. <laughs> but, uh, uh, it's going to be about a, a mob guy and sort of the Jimmy Hoffa, st- Jimmy Hoffa story. Um, it's also going to be three and a half hours long. Oh, f- fucking. Which, uh, this is Martin Scorsese going back to his roots here with a three and a half hour mob movie. Yep. And De Niro and Pacino. So consider me very intrigued. What if it is just a Godfather? Like it will not be. Sequel-ish. Well, that wasn't Scorsese, so. Ah, oh, fuck. That was Coppola. Coppola, he, damn it. Yeah, no, he did He did Goodfellas and. I'm uh, getting really tired. Yeah, no, I can tell. It's been a long day. Yep. Um, I'm I'm intrigued by this one. Uh, there's a lot of de-aging, and it looks good-ish. I We're at the point where know. de-aging is pretty pretty reliable. Yeah. Um, That's going to be like the first attempt at like a movie long one. Not the whole movie, uh, but it's going to okay. use a lot of de-aging, I think. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Scorsese is very good at what he does. All those actors are very good at what they do. Uh, Joe Pesci's in it. Uh, Jesse Plemons, Anna Paquin. Yep. So it's a, it's a good cast. Paquin? I don't know how to pronounce Paquin? it. Paquin? I think it's Paquin. Paquin. Anna Paquin. Okay. Paquin. That sounds better. Uh, yeah, she's good. Um, Harriet. Yeah, I mean, looks dope. Looks pretty solid. Um, Fuck white people. <laughs> it looks very much like the. Um, it looks like Oscar nomination fodder. Yeah, it's like, gonna be an, it's, it's, gonna be it's the sort of it feels like the sort of hidden figures kind of movie where everyone's gonna be like, this is really great, but it's also just not quite enough to put it over the top and be like one of the best movies of the year. Yeah, I'll just be like, this is good. When I first heard this movie was coming out, I was just like, oh, it's kind of one of be those like. Uh, we know what happens. Like, we know how this whole thing is. Mm-hmm. But after watching the trail, it looks way more intense. It's more about, like, the... Like, it's putting you in her shoes of, like, the fear of everything all the time. Right. Rather than just, like, ah, oh, this is just a historical walkthrough of what Harry Tubman did. Yeah. It's like a, fuck, this is what she went through. They're making a movie of it. Yeah. Real movie. So, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to go see it in theaters. No. It's not a theater kind of movie for me. Yeah. But I'll see it. Yep. Uh, Doctor Sleep. Yeah, that's coming out, isn't it? Yep. Uh, not particularly overly excited for it, but you know, uh, as excited as you and McGregor can get me, which is pretty pretty good. Yep, you can get me excited. Yep, pretty get me hard. Hard hard get me pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, you got a nice semi there. Yeah, three shorts. Don't fucking look at you, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Midway. This is the is. it's the Roland Emmerich war movie, uh, World War Two. With um, Luke Evans and Patrick Wilson and uh, Ed Skrein. 
Um, Last names you know, first names you don't. <laughs> you know Patrick Wilson, Night Owl, Orm. Oh uh, uh, no. Oh yeah, there we go. Got it. Wow, my brain is yeah. just. Only one of the three hamsters in my head is running right now. You know, ones are taking you know, a nap. And you know Ed Scrine too. He's the um. Uh, well, no, I was saying like okay. Patrick. It's like instead of Luke Evans, and... like Luke Evans, and it's a Patrick Wilson yeah. or uh. Yeah. Oh, instead of Owen Wilson, it's Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, so this is Roland Emmerich, who's did Day After Tomorrow and Independence Day. Um, the good so, one or the bad one? What? Which one? What? The, the, independent, the original Independence okay, Day. Good. The good one. Good-ish. It's fun. Yeah. I won't disparage it. Um, so this just looks like... This looks like the sort of movie where I will happily turn my brain off and watch the shiny explosions for two hours. Uh-huh. Um, but nothing more than that. Um, he's very much a... Um, the, the best description I've ever heard of him is he's a, he's a pre nine 11 filmmaker living in a post nine 11 world Yeah, where he's still got kind of a good and evil machismo classic sort of Americana kind of values Yeah, and these big spectacle kind of movies. And it's not the, the world and especially the filmic landscapes more complex than that, but he never moved on past that. So he's. This looks like this looks like the per- perfect sort of movie for him, and it's not going to be great, but it'll probably be fun. Yep, and that's that's as much as I can say for that. Cool. Uh, we're getting Charlie's Angels mid November. Yeah. Um, The Lodge was a horror movie that looked kind of interesting. Uh, coming end of November, Frozen Two. Yay! Mm, just let it go. Ugh, I fucking hate myself for saying that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It looks intriguing. Um, I don't care. Hopefully, they take some risks with it. Do something good. Uh, you know what you do care about though is Knives Out. I'm so excited about that movie. That looks really good. I I had no idea what it was about, and then I watched the trailer, and now I'm super excited because it's like, like you said, it's like the classic Who Done It. Everyone's like a very different kind of character. Mm-hmm. Get to watch Chris Evans be a total asshole, which is yes. not a common thing. <laughs> like the closest we got to this, Chris Evans was probably Human Torch, where he's well, like he, a bit he, of a dick. No, the thing is, when he got cast as Captain America, people were like, "This guy's always been typecast as a jerk." What is, is he really? Yeah. Oh. All right. Because well, he kind of comes across as. If he's not being Captain America, he can kind of come across as sort of frat bro-y. Yeah. Um, but he's just like, eat shit, eat shit, eat shit, <laughs> eat shit, eat shit, really eat shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is – it's a it's a fun whodunit. Sort of feels like an Agatha Christie. Um, it's getting great reviews out of festival, and people are saying it's like a perfect modern updating of sort of a classic formula. Yeah. Um, the cast – so directed by Ryan Johnson, which immediately turns off stupid people. Yep. Um, it's got a pre-stacked Good, cast. I don't want stupid people fucking going to see this movie and spoiling <laughs> the... Or... Yeah. Uh, so, it, aside from Chris Evans, it's got Daniel Craig and Jamie Lee Curtis and Tony Collette and Anna Armas and Michael Shannon and Christopher Plummer and Lakeith Stanfield and probably a couple other people. Um, one of the one of the kids from uh, It, the, the stuttery kid. I don't remember the actor's name. I think he's in it. Jim Wolfhard? No. It, uh, uh, Jaden Martell. Oh, I don't know him. He he played Bill, sort of the leader. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, uh, so he's in it. So you've got uh, Captain America and James Bond and Zod. Yep. All fighting together. All throwing down. All throwing so down. So that'll be that'll that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, super hyped for that. Yep. Um, 
Okay. Uh, Queen and Slim, which we saw the trailer for before Hobbs and Shaw. It's the one where I leaned over to you and I said, Daniel Kaluuya wants his Oscar. Um, where he goes on a first date with this girl and they get pulled over and things escalate. Oh, yeah. He goes on. He has to go on the run with this girl. Yep. Um, kind of Bonnie and Clyde shit. Yeah, sort of modern day Black Bonnie and Clyde. Um, and uh, like I said, this looks like very much like Daniel Kaluuya wants to win his Oscar. Yeah. Um, which has he not? Has he not won one before? Because I know he's been nominated, deservedly. I'm not gonna make a claim because I have no idea. Okay. Uh, and then first week of December, I'll just mention Portrait of a Lady on Fire because it's French and artsy. So is the portrait on fire, or is the lady in the portrait on fire? Uh, according to the trailer, both. Oh fuck! All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then coming out second week of December, we have Jumanji: The Next Level. So if that if that's the case, mm-hmm. is 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 this is the the lady on fire? Is the portrait lady on fire? Is the on fire primarily the lady or the portrait? Because if the portrait is the is about a lady on fire, then that that tells you that that was the that's the initial. I believe it's lady a separate fire? a separate portrait in a separate scene that is on fire and then the lady herself is on fire in a different setting. Okay, so the portrait is not of a lady on fire. Uh the portrait that is on fire is not. Is okay, so and it's of a lady who is also on fire. Yes. So like if I drew a picture of you right now but later you were in a suit, I'd be could say this is a picture of the guy in a suit. Yes. But also, that painting is in a suit, and I dress it up, and I put a jacket on it, and I put a tie on it. <laughs> well, you made me more confused about this movie than I was going in, so congratulations. Yes! <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mentioned it because it's French. I mentioned it because it's French and artsy and uh, has a Metascore of 93 right now, so. Yeah, the French, the France is often on fire, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it gets, yeah. France is like the epitome or like the, the modern day gets pillaged a lot. Yeah. Like it's just kind of in the middle of Europe. So every time a war starts, it's like always the one that just gets annihilated all the time. Yeah. That one or Poland. Poor France. Yeah. Poor France and Poland. Yep. Probably hey. surrender. Only countries that had claimed Frederick Chopin as one of their own. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why his music was so angry. <laughs> Constantly dying. Oh, most of it's really nice. You just really like the revolutionary etudes. That's yeah. the only one. Also, his nocturnes are super fucking nice. You still haven't gotten yeah. that for me. Yeah, I did. Fuck, where is it? It was on your shelf like oh, that's right, it three is. months ago. Yeah, it has not budged. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Jumanji, the next level. All right. Yeah. Oh, that looks fun because it swaps... It's got uh, Danny Glover and Danny DeVito now. Yeah. As uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah. Not respectively. Other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that looks fun. Yeah. Not super excited about that, but, you know. I haven't seen the first one. First one's great. Oh, okay. It's a lot I'm of fun. to watch it. Is um, it on anything? Mm, Maybe I'll watch it this week or something. It might be on Amazon. I I'm not to, sure. We need to play the deck building game. I've been thinking about that all day. Yeah. Now, like, since we talked about it. Yeah. I'm going to send a text out. Okay. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, Blumhouse is doing a Black cr- Black Christmas remake. Clack briskness. Clack Clack brismus. Brisketness. I, I like brisket. What the fuck was that sound? <laughs> <laughs> I just had a stroke and like and excited and also tried to say something out and it was what the fuck. 
that was that was bad right there um yeah no black christmas is this is one we talked about or at least i talked about extensively when we did our horror movie two-parter last halloween Mm -hmm. um and that one was one of the ones that surprisingly ended up being about number three on my list of my top 25 horror movies that i watched that october because i hadn't heard i'd heard of it sort of in passing because it always gets on like the list of halloween themed slashers mm-hmm. um but that one is so good it's from 1974 so halloween was ripping it off yeah in a lot of cases it it started a lot of these genre trends mm-hmm. and it's just a it's a grim movie and not just in like a oh all the good people die it's morally unsettling and has just the the best way i can put it is there's probably five movies ever that have made me sit in sun style sun stunned silence through the entire credits just staring at the screen and this is one of them okay just like holy balls what just happened holy balls um Bully halls right yep holly bells because it's christmas themed (laughs) uh no but they're blumhouse is doing a remake and this remake looks kind of supernaturally or conspiracy and this is not a movie that needed to be remade it works really well given the era there's like Mm -hmm. a little behind the scenes thing where they're trying to trace a phone call and it goes into like the technology of the day and explains how it all works it's Mm -hmm. really cool and doing a modern version with iPhones is just going to be really dumb. And this is a movie that worked well for some very particular reasons. And if you do anything to modernize it, it's just going to completely flop. Did and we, we ever... know this because they remade it in the mid-aughts or maybe early teens. And it was a disaster. Did we ever talk about what made remakes work? Maybe not formally. We should do We should do that at some point. Yeah, we'll do that. I'm gonna look at the episodes chart because we also right. need to know what. Oh, we don't need to know yeah. what next episode is because we know what it is. Yep, we could we could cram that one in uh, if there's a spot sometime early December. We could cram it into the jive with Black Christmas. Yeah. Uh, let's see, a hidden life, which is new. And it absolutely movie. is like the first three weeks of December are wide open. Perfect. Slot one right in there. Oh, um, we can put it with the Jumanji one. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Or Star Wars. Nah, Star Wars wasn't a remake. It's pretty. Yeah. So we can do yeah. Jumanji. Um, a Hidden Life, it's a new Terrence Malick movie. I've never seen anything by Terrence Malick, but he's well-regarded, so go see that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, told you I'd bring back the Safdie brothers, because they're making uncut gems with Adam Sandler in the lead. Uh, and he apparently wants his Oscar, because um, so, this is going to be sort of, a, I guess, a crime movie, but um, they're also billing it as a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting at 88 on Metacritic right now. And 82 cool. on IMDb, so out of festival. We don't even have a trailer yet. Um, Kevin Garnett, the basketball player, is weirdly one of the top build actors. Yeah, he's so like the cheaper version it. of Kevin Ruby. Hey, uh, I die. That was clever. Um, so it's, it's, funnily enough, it is about jewelers. Oh, hey! It's set in the Diamond District of New York City, um, where a guy named Howard Ratner, who presumably is the Adam Sandler character. Yep. Uh, and then Brett Ratner. He tries. He has to try to find a way to pay his debts when his merchandise is taken from one of his top sellers and girlfriend. So that that sounds like fun. It's a couple of good independent directors, and Adam Sandler's been trying to earn himself some more serious cred recently. With and he has apparently he's got like Oscar buzz around around this one. He does. Uh, he I think got nominated for uh, the Myrowitz stories a couple of years ago, uh, which was a pretty good movie. He's trying to recover from being the idiot. No, he didn't get nominated. He should have been. 
He should have been, but he wasn't. I wonder if that uh that Brooklyn Nine Nine bit probably got to him, where it was like he was like bidding on something, and he's like Adam Sandler. Why aren't you like busy making a unfunny funny movie? And he's like, I can do serious acting too. And he's like, Oh yeah, what's your movie you're working on right now? He's like, It's a movie about blah 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 blah. And he's like, Well, who does Kevin Smith or who's Kevin uh, Kevin James play? He's like, This this person. It's also this thing. It's gonna be really funny. You're gonna like it. And it like it's like a funny bit about how he just like never makes serious movies, and I wonder if that kind of bit got to him. And he's it might be. <laughs> he's he's doing a late career Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Pattinsoning it. I think it's too late for him to be salvaged. We no. should do another episode about actors who salvage their own careers. Salvage their yeah. careers. Okay. Um, Where's our notepad? <laughs> somewhere. Uh, oh, uh, the the scariest movie of the upcoming season, Cats. Oh, God. Please, God, no. Uh, that looks absolutely terrifying and very bizarre, and I made myself rewatch the trailer today just to remind uh-huh. myself of how horrifying it is. Um, I don't think you could pay me enough money to go see that movie. Nope. Absolutely not. No. Uh, very strange. Uh, Bombshell, which I just made you watch the trailer for. Yes. This one looks interesting. Uh, speak. Uh, never mind. Um, we can talk about that later. I something political just broke out today. Okay. Uh, I'll read the <laughs> I'll read the little IMDb description. A group of women decide to take on Fox News head Roger Ailes. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. And the toxic atmosphere he presided over the network. Um, that group of women includes such standout actresses as Margot Robbie, Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Alice Eve. So that's a that's a lineup. Yep. Um, I really like that trailer. Where it's basically just they all kind of get in the elevator mm-hmm. and it's super tense, but you don't really know why. Uh-huh. And if the, if the movie manages to pull off that level of tension with that little no little actual story, yeah, there's one dialogue, one one dialogue, and that one dialogue almost breaks the tension. It was like a it was a red theater. A what? Dialogue. I guess theaters are actually already red. Blue cedar. Go away. The log that's Get been died. No, stop. You're done. I'm turning off your mic. Uh, Wait, don't do... <laughs> this is actually, good. you would theoretically still hear me from your mic, so that yeah, didn't probably. work. Yeah, Yay! Dang it, because I was going to actually turn off your mic and take credit for your Star Wars theory, because that's coming out right around Christmas. Uh-huh. Week of December 20th. Yep. So tell us your Star Wars theory Have that you've already, already told, you've already talked about twice, but I uh, like it. I like it so uh, much. All right. So... Oh, God. I need to think of a better way to talk about it. Um, so, basically, Luke told Rey that the Jedi need to die. Mm-hmm. I think that he meant, and I think that she also interpreted it, that that means the idea of a Jedi and a Sith, the two, the good and the bad side, are bullshit. That there is a gray area. And so, what we think is going to happen, what I think is going to happen, is, first of all, Mark Hamill's going to show the fuck back up because if he was able, he's able to learn how to force ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... She's going to get a little bit more guidance from all the Force ghosts of the better Jedi. And then he, she's going to be like, well, I have to learn the dark side of the Force. And he's like, here's an idea. Go to this planet. Um, maybe it's Endor. Yeah. Like Endor. Like the actual. Not the Force. Oh, wait. the Endor is the moon. Yes. What's the planet? Um, I... Or maybe Yavin. Because Yavin 4 is the moon, but it's Yavin is the actual right. planet. So it's either Yavin or, no, I think Endor is the 
is the planet? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, dear. Yeah, fact check that for me. Okay. So it's either Endor or Yavin. Well, one of the two planets where they destroyed the um, Death Star. And they show you in the trailer that that's the Death Star. And you hear the laughing of the of Palpatine. Sith, in, in, in Legends, they still have to establish it in canon right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sith Force ghosts are actually poltergeists who haunt a place that they were killed or something. Um, so she goes to, oh, so it'd be the second Death Star for him to be there. Right, so he'd have be, to be there because he's haunting it'd it. It'd be Endor. So she go to Endor and then show up and then he's like, ha I'm going to teach you to the dark ways. I'm going to corrupt you. And she's like, yes, corrupt me. I am already bad. Look, Ben did this to me. I am now bad. Mm-hmm. And then she learns the dark ways of the forest. And part of that is getting a new lightsaber that's a red lightsaber. And that's where you see the thing, which is fucking awesome. And I'm so excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, towards the end, she's like, ha-ha, fooled you. And then kills Ky- uh, Kylo Ren. And it's like, fuck the red and fuck the blue. I'm going to make a white lightsaber and I'm a gray knight now. And cool I, we're going to call us the Skywalkers because I can't come up with something original. Yep. That's my theory. I love how that I love how that line that J.J. Abrams said, just in passing on set, made it into the into your little spiel there. I can't make anything original. Oh Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) Why am I calling out J.J. Abrams? He's made a lot of perfectly respectable movies. I said he's a great movie. Whoops. Uh, But yes, that's my theory. Endor is both the moon and the planet. That doesn't fucking make sense. Yeah. Is it really? Endor, also known as the forest moon of Endor, was a small forested moon that orbited the outer rim planet of the same name, per Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Oh, so it's Wikipedia. All right. Well, well, that sucks. That's stupid. Well, I guess Yavin 4 is, like, Yavin's 1 through 3, and I think it has, like, two other moons. Something like that. Uh, And Yavin itself's a gas giant, right? Big orange gas giant. I mean, Bespin is too, but so it's not not uninhabitable. Right. That one. They got Star Wars. We just got some Star Wars geekiness going yeah i'll often get that that's fun we always talk about like what is happening and rather than like the actual original trilogy right we haven't really talked about the original trilogy that much have we we did we did an episode on it at we one did an point episode? yeah because we There's got probably more content we can get on those i'm sure we'll, <laughs> we'll have to do a big rewatch of everything before episode yep. nine except we might we might just let solo slip by the wayside what movie i don't know what i was talking about all right yeah uh but yeah, Star Wars, very hyped. Yep. A um, couple more to hit real quick. Little Women uh, by Little Women. Greta, Greta Gerwig's directing. Did I tell you to watch that trailer? Little Women. Is it Alan Richmond singing about him? No. Hmm. Um, it's got Timothy Chalamet and Meryl Streep and Emma Watson and uh, Shower Shoes Ronan. Nice. So Shower Shoes? Shower Shoes. Sour Shoes. Shower Shoes. Sour Shoes. Sour Shoes. <laughs> ah so pretty stacked uh pretty stacked cast yeah and greta gerwig's a pretty great director so this is um I've... oh she did ladybird didn't yep. she yep she's the the she's not the titular ladybird that'd be sour shoes herself yeah but um she's the writer director of ladybird and she wrote a bunch of other good stuff before that mm-hmm. and was also apparently a pretty decent actress okay and presumably still is yeah um but yeah no that i i never read the book but i i like the idea um so yeah uh and then 1917 which i have decided to refer to by as much what it should be called uh world war one kirk (laughs) (laughs) no it's dunkirk but it's like world war and then like the eye of dunkirk is the one i like world war one kirk yeah 
It rolls yeah. off the tongue nicely. It does. Does yeah. it? <laughs> I don't think that's what rolling <laughs> off the tongue Kirk. is. The one Kirk does, but the, not the World War, because World War just does not roll off the tongue at all. WW1 Kirk. One Kirk! There we go. That's yeah. what it is. So, as much as I'm like, come on, do something more original, it is it is still an original film. It's a war movie set in World War One, which we don't have enough good ones of those. Uh, Wonder Sam- Woman! Yep. That's... Yeah, that was one of them. It's mostly it. Um, that is pretty much mostly it. Flyboys was okay, I guess. I think everyone cares more about World War Two. Um, everyone forgets about World War One. I'll quiet it on the Western Front because World War One didn't have Nazis. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's. Well, I think I think we're getting a little. What more was World, World War One about? It was just like someone fucking killed Archduke Ferdinand, and then everyone was like, "What the fuck?" And then they just fought it out for a few years. Well, everyone's like, "We hate each other anyway," and we're looking for an excuse to fight. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. My what history. was the war before World War One? Like, what was the most recent? Uh, World War Zero. Great, thank yeah. you. Uh, it was the prequel. <laughs> What Came out the, in like 1896. What was the what was the major war before World War? Um, like the I don't know. I'm really I never took a European history class, like, so I'm just. It would have been one of the revolutions. Uh no, surely there was like the. Oh, there was like 1812 was the thing. Yeah, and there was like a Franco-Prussian War or something. Yeah, because I know all the American. I don't know all the American. I know like I'm only thinking of like American wars, right? Things that happened in Europe. Yeah, who knows? There was probably some, like fucking, pent up, like testosterone that needed to just get let out. So yeah, when some dick shot an archduke, everyone was like, "All right, now's the time." <laughs> yeah, well, everyone started choosing sides, and then everyone has to ally with their allies, and yeah, one thing leads to another, and suddenly the whole world's at war. Yep, and we get a movie from Sam Mendes about it. Hey, and he's uh, he did Skyfall, but also Spectre. Um, but he's he's generally a good director, mm-hmm. and. Uh, if he's if he's if he's gonna steal from someone, stealing from Dunkirk is a pretty good place to take from. I think. Yep. So I'm I'm reasonably excited for this one. Let's say. All um, right. Um, and then last one that I know you're pretty hyped for: Spies in Disguise. Spies in Disguise. <laughs> oh, it's such a stupid movie to be excited for, but it looks so funny. Yeah. Tom Holland, Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith's a super suave spy that. Tom Holland's a geeky little does science and turns the super suave spy into a pigeon and what pretty much all we is, know about it. What if his name is Parker Peters? That'd be pretty great. Definitely not it. What if it was? His name's like Billy or something. Yeah, but he should use his real first name, Parker. God damn it. I like that name. <laughs> God, you should use your real name, Robin. Get fucked. Yeah. Like, it was like, I was so on board with m- almost everything he had done in that trilogy until, like, the last line of the movie. And I was just like, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, you know, Christopher Nolan is really great, but he sometimes kind of struggles with the writing. Yeah. The writing department. I mean, he doesn't write himself. But. I mean, you could have done literally anything else. Like, maybe just don't say his name most of the time. Yeah. Or, like, go by, like, the middle name. But, like, don't say, like, your last name. It's like, hey, what's up? My name's, like, oh, what's dick grayson's middle name i think it's william i think it's no it's i think it's john based on his or it's i'm name, looking this up because you should know this named after his dad i know his parents are john and mary i know his parents names who rarely come up but yep is it john yes nailed it richard john grayson richard john grayson um nicely done yeah, his grandfather's name is william cobb great grandfather great grandfather you know hmm. why their name's grayson why 
because he was born of his his grandfather was born um of basically so the whole thing is like he was born of the light in the dark city he's a gray son uh, and okay. so that's where the gray son came from it's kind of an interesting little, yeah. little, little, little twist like uh the whole new 52 batman prior to convergence actually the new the new batman stuff did a lot of really interesting stuff with the lore of batman that's not what we're talking about spies nope. in disguise will smith yay gets turned into a pigeon yay yay that's it that looks fun all right anything anything of those that you're particularly hyped for joker uh star wars presuming they go with my theory um lighthouse looks pretty fun i think i might check that one out all right uh knives out uh, knives out yes uh mandalorian i believe is we don't talk about shows but yeah well the only two we're excited about are watchmen and mandalorian yeah so those i'm two. excited about both of those yep um okay. let me just also throw out parasite again i think that's probably my pick yeah if you go see one movie this fall or winter it's going to be star wars we know it's going to be star wars but if you get to see a second one make it parasite yep well no if you get to see a second one make it joker but if you get to see a third one make it parasite well except knives out if you get to see a fourth one, make it a parasite. But Lighthouse. But Frozen 2. Okay, so if it's a fifth one, if it's a fifth one, parasite. And then sixth one can be Lighthouse. We're going to keep going with the Joker, shall we? <laughs> Jumanji 2. Jumanji Black Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we better shall. Uh, please no. Uh yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks everyone for us listening to us. Basically, read a list of movies. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you've got movies of those that you're particularly excited for, if we skipped one that you're really excited for this upcoming year, um, like uh, Brahms the Boy Two. After a family moves into the Heelshire Mansion, their young son soon makes friends with a lifelike doll called Brahms. Apparently, it's got Katie Holmes in it. Okay. I don't know. That was the only one on my screen that I hadn't heard of or we hadn't talked about. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're really excited about that one or some other movie, let us know on Facebook or Twitter, where we're at Just Us Losers Pod. Um, we also have an Instagram, also at Just Us Losers Pod. I think I don't really know how Instagram works, but search Just Us Losers Pod and you'll find us presumably. Uh, we occasionally post pictures on there of whatever media we happen to be dealing with at any given time or Russian people, people. mostly the latter. Uh, we have a Gmail, justusloserspod at gmail.com where Mark finally sent us his bionicle theory. It was such a short email, Mark. Yeah. Well, he had it, he had it really fleshed out three months ago when he first came up with it and then he forgot all about it. And so (laughs) I guess... I guess we're stuck with a little one sentence thing. Basically, his point is that uh, the one of the Bionicle mythologies, I think the one for Spherius Magna, uh, really aligns with the Aquaman story, where there's like it's split into seven realms, and one of them becomes sort of regresses evolutionarily, and one of them becomes um, Atlantis. Uh, Atlantis, and one of them kind of becomes undersea monster things. Uh, Let's see. Is there anything else? I pulled up the email. Um, overpowered energy source. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's all he has in the email because 
he didn't flesh it out. I'm I'm guessing that there, there's got to be some sort of underlying mythology that they're actually drawing on to yeah. make those similarities. Because why would Aquaman rip off Bionicle, or why would Bionicle rip off Aquaman? It just seems like a a weird lateral move for either. We could probably research that, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we'll we'll dig into that a little more. But I'm I'm curious. Maybe that's maybe that's something we can talk about next week. Yeah, so our next week's our hundredth episode, and to celebrate, we're not even doing a topic. So, uh, what you'd probably better do is hit us up on Facebook, where I just made that post. And if you've got absolutely anything at all that you would like us to uh, ramble about, then hit us hit us up. Tell us what tell us what it is, and we'll we'll try to include it somewhere in a little little rambly ranty conversationy thing. Uh, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Podbean. And are we on Spotify yet? Yes. And we're on Spotify. We're fully on Spotify. So, yeah, check us out there. Uh, actually like a giant improvement because it used to be that we needed to have a certain number of listeners to get to it, but now they just view that, hey, give us your RSS feed, we'll put it on there. Nice. So it's not, you know, it's not impressive, but I appreciate all the congratulations <laughs> I've been getting all week. <laughs> we're on Spotify. Ignore everything Preston just said. It. I edited it out anyway. We're famous. Yay! <laughs> no, we're not famous because you haven't been telling your friends. Yeah, tell so, your friends. like, subscribe, like, subscribe, episode. like, subscribe. Tell a friend. Uh, tell your friend to comment on our old episodes. Yep. Um, that should probably do it. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.